0: This is the Machination Log for September 28th, 2016. This is David Paddock. Good morning, everyone. Uh, across from me in cyberspace, over the phone, and on a Google Hangout, Matt Smeda, how are you doing?
1: We've got so much technology between us today, I, I, I can barely even concentrate. No, I'm doing great, though.
0: Oh, that is outstanding to hear. Yeah, no, our... Um And granted, after the snafu that was the one that uh, we just got done with Alicia, um, I'm okay with the amount of redundancy in this room. But yeah, so I can see Matt and he can see me and that's through Google Hangouts. But our audio is going through a straight up phone connection because that sounds better than the Google Hangout right now.
1: Be- I've got to interject, it's because of my shit internet connection. It's not David's fault. David's got, like, great internet speed. He had a little bit more latency, he said. Um, but, yeah, it's it's definitely me. So we're talking over the cell phone right now, but we're looking at each other in potato resolution via Google Hangouts with, like, a second of lag. Maybe a half second of lag.
0: Yeah. It's it's hazy. But uh, then on top of that, we're each recording with two microphones to two different sources. So, um this this podcast is getting to you. There is no way this podcast <laughs> is not going to get to you unless something terrible happens to me or Matt before it's over. Um It's happening. But speaking of which, Matt, you had a scheme. I I believe we talked about the scheme that you were you were doing for the month of September. How did that go? What was it and how did it go?
1: Yes. So the scheme that I had was to make a to make public my attempt to go to sleep on time. Every day through the month of September, I wanted to get off of the internet, get disconnected from the internet entirely by 9 p.m. and then to be in bed sometime between 9.30 and 10. Well, inevitably that just became 10 o'clock. But you know what? I I think the bottom line is I had some some great success with it. Um, I, I failed three times and I made public those failures and having those public failures encouraged me, you know, what not like get back on the ball. Whereas in the past I might have been like, oh well, I failed. It's time to like keep failing more and more cuz like I failed once. No, I wanted to keep like I wanted to get back on the on the horse as I knew I should do. Um but having that public accountability helped me do so.
0: Well, and beyond just public accountability, you could have even with even with facebook being as public as it was you could have given up in the middle of the month like you could have just said oh i screwed up one That's time true. this doesn't count and then shuffled it away <laughs> and everyone would have just forgot about it except for me i guess because we have to record these podcasts but um a <laughs> little bit of accountability now, well, probably helps. So,
1: so that was that was kind of a prerequisite going into the whole thing the prerequisite was like i've got to be honest i've got to post this stuff every day. And that's basically it. like if people were watching that that would have been nice, even if people weren't watching like just the act of putting it out there at least at the very beginning of the month was the thing that got me going and then and then people like you, which by the way, i've gotta thank you for for helping me um and other people like kept track of me by by liking and reacting and commenting on the on the posts that i had every day which by the way probably got pretty annoying and probably got me (laughs) muted by some people on their news feeds but Eh. you know there's going to be there's going to be some casualties in this war and that's fine yeah um, that's yeah look
0: this is social media for good for once all right i don't if anybody (laughs) muted you for that they don't know they don't know a good thing when they see it so
1: (laughs) social media for good man we're starting revolutions here
0: yeah Yeah, we'll see about that. Although actually, speak of the <laughs> devil, you you compelled one of your friends to embark on their own scheme with this.
1: Yeah, Brett's going with it. So so Brett started his. I just checked in on him and he's going, he's got he's got 2 days down so far. Um you said at the beginning of the podcast what day this is. Um October hasn't officially started yet, but I've got this whole thing going where like my months always start on Mondays now. And that's helps me with the consistency. So so October for me has already started. Like I kept looking at the calendar at work today and I was like, what, September? Oh oh yeah, it it is actually September. But like at the beginning of this week it started for me and also for Brett. He's going with it too. And I think at least one other person is interested in trying this sort of thing, but but they haven't uh they haven't put it up on their page yet, just yet.
0: Maybe they're waiting for the actual October. I don't know. That's that was Perhaps, super cool yeah. to see. I I thought that was really neat. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I I it's I have no... I mean, there are specific nagl, uh, nags with the the implementation per se, but the actual scheme itself, I mean, the fact that you managed, again, to hold on to it, even without with or without social feedback, which you did get social feedback, so I guess we don't necessarily know whether or not it would have stopped in the middle if you hadn't, but you you do seem to have... Between this and, of course, the old inaugural video blogs, um, you seem to be pretty good at doing one-a-day type stuff, more so than most people I know. Do you have any particular (laughs) idea, like, why that is appealing to you specifically?
1: Uh, Why it has to be one-a-day or why I can, like, stick to it? That
0: seems to be the scheme you pick. You pick something that you got to report on once a
1: day. Yeah, so, so there is a little bit of motivation behind that. And, and I'm going to have a hard time identifying in the answer to this question where exactly it came from. But I, because I've seen, I've seen this sort of, I've gotten this sort of inspiration from different sources over the years. Um, but one, one person in particular that I'll point to um, for part of this motivation is a guy named Tynan, T-Y-N-A-N. Um he wrote a book called Superhuman by Habit and in this book he talks one of the things that he talks about is how important it is when when you're undertaking some kind of habit to make it a daily practice rather than something that you do like like from time to time like once every other day or like once a week or something like that those things by the way are also important to have like less frequent habits but the 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 power of the daily habit um, is is something that I'm attracted to, and it's in part because of that guy's book.
0: That's one of the many self-help guides that have been floating around in Matt and my life. It didn't occur to me how much self-help literature between podcasts and books and articles I read. It, 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 it It's a lot of stuff. Tim Ferriss, I blame for most of it. Um, (laughs) but since Tim Ferriss is essentially the Ted of self-help, um, he doesn't, uh, (laughs) like he does, he at least doesn't, he doesn't do it for 20 minutes. He does it for two hours, but it's still, it's still very much a bite-sized way to be motivated by crazy successful people.
1: Yeah. 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 He does the like two hour long podcasts with, with some of the. I don't know, how would he say? Like the best and the brightest in their fields. Like the world's top the performers. Basically everything. Yeah, exactly. The world's top performers. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I resisted Tim Ferriss for a while because I thought like, oh, he's like so hyped up. And I, I want to I wanna like be more attracted to the people that are cooler, people you haven't really heard about before. And everyone's heard about Tim. But uh, actually, I heard you mention him on, on one of your podcasts. And I was like, you know, I, I got to go back and check that guy out. God and, damn it! Yeah, it's my I've fault. Been, <laughs> well, thank you. I like. I'm, I'm happy with what I've seen.
0: No, I've I've actually I've been impressed. I had exactly the same. I, I don't know if I was necessarily looking for someone cooler than Tim, but Tim's appeal seemed very <laughs> superficial. He seemed very flashy. Yeah. And thankful. That's, I mean, that's
1: why I resisted.
0: Yeah. He and he seemed a little disingenuous. And I actually, I mean, all truth being told, I still think he he comes across as a little disingenuous with the way that he pauses and some of the questions he considers. And he definitely has a latent arrogance to him. But the um, but sure. it's, it's absolutely worth the price of admission. Um, and
1: and I, I see that. I see that part of him. But I also see, like, the more authentic side of him. And some of his answers, I'll give two examples here. Some of his answers and just, like, things I've seen him do. Um, I also see that authenticity. Example number one, um, somebody suggested that he write a memoir. And he said... I think the title of it's going to be "14 Minutes into My 15 Minutes of Fame," and it's like, oh, got that humility. And another example is um, he was like he was doing some uh, some partner acrobatics. I think it's called like acro yoga. Acro yoga, fl- yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. This is a video that I was watching. He was being a flyer, and I saw him like he he just did something that was during. During this example, they were about to do a hand to hand move that's like a handstand on somebody else's hands essentially um and like just the way that he reacted to that was like totally from a place of humility and like totally authentic I don't know it just it brought out the the fact that he is just a guy to me
0: sure again i i I don't know that I can give him full marks on that, but it's absolutely it's absolutely worth slogging through the bit where he he doesn't manage to be quite as genuine to get to because there's there are bricks of information to be gleaned from the people he's talking to um and oh, yeah. even even though you have to deal you do have to deal with the fact that these people really were lucky in some capacity so not everything that they say is actual wisdom i mean no one who is a billionaire gets to be a billionaire through hard work alone you have to be fortunate oh, yeah. so yeah. it's you can't take everything but there are some patterns there's some definite patterns to the way these people <laughs> approach things, uh, that are totally worth picking up.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: Yeah. But enough about that nonsense, Matt. Looking down in the dirt. You uh you managed to, like you said, you only elapsed three days, uh, which is pretty good. That's a what, ninety percent?
1: That's an A. A minus, but uh, yeah, it's an a. I got an A. I got an I'm gonna round it right up to a regular A.
0: That's fine with me. <laughs> they only introduced minus grades in my last semester at school, so I only had to be spiteful about that for the very end of it. But um, so it it was a success in the proximate sense. In the ultimate sense, though, you you you, especially I think it was the second time you failed. You had mentioned you had mentioned that there was a uh, there was something about the routine of doing this that was actually distracting you from being more ultimately productive as a result of this. Because presumably the point of everything we're doing is to make the great math machine in the sky uh, where the number that our lives can be boiled down to, you want that number to be higher and the um, to, sure. to bring in the cold, dark version of all of this stuff. And something about the sleep regimen was distracting you from that at some point.
1: Yeah, well, so, so what I think distracted me from it was it looked like I was being successful. Like that was the only thing that people got to see um they got to see me like putting the check marks on this calendar and saying like oh I got this but that's only one component of of the many things that make that number that you just talked about. And actually during the second part of the month I I wasn't really hitting some of the other things that I, I set out to do. Like I wasn't getting quite as much done on the uh on the preparation for like this, this test that I'm studying for. And I was kind of, I wasn't reading as much as I wanted to be, which is actually kind of the impetus for this month, this month's not We can talk about that. Sure. Um, but yeah, just, I wasn't doing as well in other areas. And I don't think I was as much distracted by the bedtime thing. Like I, I still think that the bedtime thing was great and I'm happy about that. It wasn't too much of a distraction, but it didn't tell the whole picture. And, you know, like I, 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 by design, I'm not going to be able to just tell people the whole picture. Um, but I think I was kind of, I don't know, giving them a false impression of how like, successful I was being.
0: I don't know. You can't, you couldn't. Uh, I, I was, I was actually, when you mentioned this to me originally, I, I started thinking about what it would take for me to have a regimen like this. And it, based on the schedule That I and uh, that Alicia and I are experimenting with right now. And uh, if anybody else wants to experiment with that, I did a uh, poor job rambling my way through that on the previous podcast, I believe, from the 26th. But uh, it was Sysproc 2. But uh, the only way I'd be able to do it is it, it would be the list on the side that explains whether or not I succeed would be comically long because if i if if you were to properly itemize everything that i want to get done in any given day in that schedule in order there'd be 30 things on the side of it and i'm going to fail yeah. one of them every day no matter what even a great day i fail one of those things it's, sure sure so
1: so maybe maybe you could like give yourself kind of a grade every day so you you put, maybe you could assign a certain weight to how important each of these things are. And then if you, like, get that important thing, then that's going to, like, push it up kind of like a, kind of like a GPA or something like that. I mean, yeah. Maybe I mean, that's the way you could do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the closest I get to that, and it's actually one of the 30 items, is I have a, I have, it's it's a version of a five-minute journal at the end of the day where I basically bullet point and I say, uh, today was an X out of X, um, and sure. these, these two reasons are why it is so high. These two reasons are why it's so low, and then I do a couple of bullet points of important things that happened and just lessons learned on them. It's like this happened or didn't happen because of this, and I could have done this better this way, dot, 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 and it's deliberately very brief. It's just a bunch of short, tiny, little, basically bullet points, but they're short paragraphs, um, and then I read and I go to sleep, and that seems to work okay. That's the closest I have to your calendar right now. <laughs>
1: We've only got so much time to do this, and there's got to, there's necessarily going to be a point of diminishing returns, and even like you're gonna backpedal if you try too hard on this, like daily tracking stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, no question. And that's that's, I'm trying to find the balance on the extreme side because I used to do, um, I don't want to get too far into the procession of systems. Conversation. Although, Matt, if you want to get in on an Alicia and I's experimentation with uh, different planners, feel free to uh, feel free to do so. But the um, all right, it's <laughs> I will certainly leave the door open to you or anybody else who wants to be in on in our experiments. But I've done I've done the more extreme version where I just have a to do list where it's just literally everything I want to do is in one list and I scratch the things off as I get them done, and there's no other structure to my day. That is the absolute most extreme not preparing for anything, no ritual, no nothing. I'm trying to move it. I'm trying to push that as absolutely far in the other direction as I can right now because if you if you actually part out everything that I do between sleeping and I'm actually like getting enough sleep now, which I was not doing for a very, very long time. Um, Congrats, by the way. <laughs> You you gave me you gave me a look like maybe you're not uh, you're not pulling. Although you're getting to bed at maybe not falling asleep, but getting to bed at 10. I assume you're actually getting a decent amount of sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I am on a crusade against how sexy sleep deprivation has been made. Like everyone's yeah. like, oh, oh, he gets so little sleep. He only got four and a half hours last night. He must be really productive. Like that's no, I, I'm against that. Yeah, it's
0: obnoxious. But um I mean if you part it out I I am in bed for um I'm in bed for 8 to 9 hours and then once you include the morning rituals and the afternoon and the night I spend 12 hours of my day I spend literally half of my day in a state of preparing to make the other 12 hours as good as possible
1: You got to sharpen the saw man
0: Yeah well, but and that's the thing. I want to know how much, how sharp I can get that saw before it becomes counterproductive. Like, I want to push this as far as I can in the other direction just to see.
1: Uh, uh, so, so, like, that's, that's one way to, to find the answer to the question. You've got to, like, go to the other end and then, like, keep bouncing back and forth and then eventually you will find the answer. But wait, you've grown in that time, so that answer has actually changed. Oh shit, Like we've got to do the whole iteration thing again. Uh, oh well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, have enjoyed, I have enjoyed having that much more time um, to, act, to prepare to set up so that I have a more focused, honed time. And I, I will apologize up front to everyone who actually works a nine-to-five job and can't do what I'm doing uh i do feel for you because having the flexibility to just like put in less time but higher quality work is maybe the best the single best thing about doing either freelancing or telecommuting where your schedule is slightly more flexible
1: hey and if we people like me that <laughs> that want more flexibility but do work in a 9 to 5 maybe it's up to us to like change things up a little bit or change the schedule or talk to people and see see what can be changed Take that uh, now. You know that's. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, you don't want me to take a nap. Well, I'm. I'm I guess I'm leaving. Yeah. I guess.
0: I guess I'm gonna suck. There's. uh yeah. It's. That's one of those. It's uh, actually. I think of all companies. Although actually, I guess it's not surprising. Amazon is doing a pilot program where they are only. Uh. They're. They're instituting a six-hour work week for a handful of groups in their company, which I assume is a uh-huh. direct. Result of all the shit they got talked about last year about how awful it is to work for that company um, that was in the
1: New York Times, right?
0: Yeah, no, this, someone wrote a very juicy, uh, not op-ed, yeah. but just an article, an investigation yeah, of yeah. Amazon's deliberately overextensive work ethic for their uh, that's even like outlined in their employee manuals, and I think they've come back a little bit from that, but word on the street is still that Amazon is a hell. To work in that you that you're you are playing a deal with your soul for extra money and stock options but they do actually right. they have a program going on where it's six hour work days and i can very uh, i am all in favor of that i am way just just based on the way that i operate i would always rather work for a short uh, not necessarily like a very very short period of time but working for more than four hours in a row, I find to be very counterproductive.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and they said they said a while ago, like, oh, you know, by by like the year two thousand, we're only going to need to work like ten hours a week because technology is going to be up to that level.
0: Well, and that's that's the other dumb thing is that's that's probably actually completely true. We just don't want to admit uh-huh. it because uh, a lot of people will uh, a lot of people get pink slips over that. But uh, we'll see we've been holding them back so far with or without unions this is a serious tangent what the hell started this
1: um i i i don't know <laughs>
0: all right excellent I don't so we know. got so we got september in the bag um and we've got so we discussed that you what what were you doing what or i guess uh, is um your october schedule describe your october schedule what are you doing for october
1: so my October schedule started a couple days ago and when it started basically the rule was every single day I've got to read for at least 45 minutes. That's the whole that's the whole like base habit that I'm trying to establish this month.
0: And you have a new incentive program to go
1: along with this. Yes, you're right. So so I had success with people like watching and keeping track of me last month and that was that was kind of nice to have people watching me to have like to have that accountability and i wanted to encourage people to to keep me accountable and i wanted to also raise the stakes for failure so what i'm doing now is i'm saying okay for everybody that helps keep me accountable by commenting or liking one of my one of my freaking posts on facebook one of these updates to the calendar if I then fail the next day, then somebody from that list of likers, commenters, and so on is going to get money from me. And I like money. I don't like losing money. <laughs> so if that happens, if I do fail, then I have to give that money away. And that's, that's something that I'm happy to do.
0: So like, comment, and subscribe on uh, Matt's Facebook
1: for uh, your <laughs> chance to win five bucks. Uh, the, uh, For your chance to win five or ten, if I fail twice <clears> or <throat> fifteen or twenty, yeah, That's scales that, up with that, additional failures. Yeah, that that kind of
0: disincentive is always weird. I because it it's nice to have those kinds of stakes to just build that in, so that you don't just have to like summon feeling bad about it. Like it's nice to have those kind of repercussions, but knowing how to actually approach that without it, um. Without it bleeding over, because the, the the first thing that you think of, if it's not going to be just giving money to a friend, which is for all intents and purposes, is you're, it's not like you're giving it to a stranger. Right. It would be to give, you know, would be to give some nominal sum, or maybe not nominal sum, if you wanted to raise the real stakes, to to give a meaningful chunk of change to a charity or something. But the problem is, you can then just uh, it's not sour grapes; it it's the opposite. It's Well, this is for a good cause anyway, and then sync it so that you can donate to charity. And the only
1: you you also have the alternative to donate to an anti-charity, in other words, a charity that you do not support. So I tried that a while ago. Like I, I had this disincentive program where I actually had to pay a charity that I opposite of supported if I if I screwed up. And I ended up doing that twice, and I was like, oh crap! Like I don't want to pay that charity. That sucks. But I think that this, and I haven't an experienced giving money to a liker or commenter so far, but I think this will be better because it also introduces that public accountability thing. In other words, with that, with that anti-charity thing that I just described, I didn't have that public accountability, and I could just choose to fail, and then no one saw me fail, and I'll just pay. Like I'll essentially buy a failure. I'll buy the ability to fail. But now it's different. Now... If I screw up, people are going to have to know. And I don't want people to know that I screwed up. So you'll <laughs> just hide that you... <laughs> you'll just hide that you didn't... Oh, the last oh, wait before. a second. So, so you, you're, you're touching on an important point here. So yes, I do have the ability to lie, to be dishonest about this. Um, one of the prerequisites for this whole thing is honesty. And yes, if I were dishonest, if I chose to put a check instead of an X one day, even though I screwed up, then I'd have to go to sleep knowing that I lied to everybody about this thing that I like. I took the time to put up as a way to like improve myself and make my own life better. And I feel like if I were to lie about that kind of thing it'd be like, come on, Matt, what are you doing? So I I feel heavily disincentivized Is that a word anyway, to lie about this whole thing.
0: (laughs) Well, no, Uh, I, I would certainly hope so. But I mean, would that not be the best wake up call you could possibly have? I mean, I know, (laughs) I know we've talked about the pot, about being your own worst enemy that way before. Um, and I, 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 it's not that I don't believe you. I think that's absolutely, I, I trust you to mark this stuff down correctly. Um, partially because even though as a frugal minded individual losing 5 bucks sucks it's not exactly a problematic thing to lose $5 so it's not you know correct the, the stakes i li- i like the scheme you've got um i think i think it's the right balance of not being like w- peculiarly counterproductive by going toward a charity but it's got social accountability it's it's a good system um and again if i had some way to do it i don't know I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll find a calendar to put up. I'll figure something out.
1: Hmm. You could feel <laughs> free to join me next month if it works out for me. Yeah. No, I, can, I can start. <laughs> we'll, I can start we'll
0: at real. I can start during real October instead of pre-October <laughs> so, instead of negative October. So I got three days. But um, yeah. So that um that covers. Is there anything else you want to talk about the calendars?
1: Um. No, no, I think that just about does it. I mean I'm excited about this month coming up. Like I, I I was happy with the results for last month and I wasn't I wasn't really planning to continue it, to extend it into October. But because I was happy with how things worked out, um I, I wanted to give it another shot. I do not think that I will continue this at least in the same form into November because as one of my friends pointed out This is this whole thing. This whole deal is encouraging people to check Facebook more often. And that is not something that I want to encourage. Um, And and when I noticed, I noticed that she pointed it out. I was like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, that's totally right. People are going to have to check Facebook more because of this whole thing. And that is not something that I want to like the world doesn't need more Facebook checking. And yet here I am encouraging that. So. Matt, yeah, I, I I will I, admit, I, have... I,
0: I will admit that I have checked Facebook to check for your post, so I can verify Damn that it. this is in fact happening. But but but, but oh, to man, go I, back, I'm infecting. To go back though, this is an actually good use for it, so I don't feel uh, okay. bad about
1: it. <laughs> okay, so yes, I did think about that positive effect, like using social media for good, Um but I didn't think about the the like the downstream effect of okay yeah well you used it for good but now that the good the good is done i've got this browser window with facebook open and why don't i just browse around for like 35 or like 45 more minutes yeah so yeah i I I don't know i've I've gotten
0: pretty good at tamping that down i just don't i like i i've developed a a sort of repulsion to most of those things, unless I deliberately, like yeah. uh, every couple of days, I will deliberately fall down a hole on either Twitter or Tumblr or one of those. Like, I'll do it on purpose, <laughs> but I've sure. gotten I've gotten pretty good at staying away from that stuff other than for transactional, informative things. Like knowing whether Matt failed right.
1: on his calendar thing
0: <laughs> and giving him a Keep like if he didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I've got to say again, I really do appreciate you uh, keeping me accountable. Like you, you were one of the consistent people that would check in on me, and that was hugely valuable to me. So thank you very much for that, David.
0: Oh, you are quite welcome. And Brett was there every day to give you a tear whenever you succeeded.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he would he would put the sad reaction or like the angry reaction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was just jealous. <laughs>
1: oh, maybe.
0: All right, so that covers the calendars. Anything else you want to talk about while I got you on here?
1: Um, you know what? Let's let's uh, let's wrap it
0: up. Oh, actually, I did want to. Uh, uh, what books do you plan on reading with your extra forty five minutes a day?
1: Oh sure. So so let's look at my uh, my pile right now. You see, going into this month, I was I was going to continue reading. How to read a book by Adler and Van Doren, but I had like i I had kind of been stuck on that book for a while and i I had finished like what they call a what they, they call it like it's an inspectional reading of the book that's that's their term. I finished that and I was gonna like start a more so called analytical reading of the book you know it's like the difference between skimming and actually going deep into the book. Sure. But I was just, I don't know, I was kind of intimidated by it. And I was like, you know what, I've already, I feel like I've gotten enough from this. I've marked it up. I've thought about some of the things. I've answered some of the questions that I had about it, like going into it. And I have definitely gotten some good stuff here, but I, I don't really know how to proceed. So what I did was to put it away. Um, so it's like, it's sitting back on the shelf for now. Um, and I might come back to it later. But um yeah, so I've got a couple other books here. Um, the one that I'm reading right now is um, the Simple Path to Wealth by Collins, I think J. L. Collins um, and that book just talks about like you know, how how to how to structure your savings, why to save, why are you saving, like how much to save. It talks a little bit about tax tax-advantaged accounts and other accounts, um, you know, all, all this kind of stuff is good stuff, which I'm very interested in. Um, and if you'd like, I can tell you, like, the rest of the books that have gotten in the pile right now.
0: I Only if you plan on getting to them. I mean, regarding the two that you've already mentioned, uh, I think uh, Mortimer Adler would be more than satisfied with the way that you read his book, given that uh, you extracted the information you wanted and then put it down. Uh which is exactly how we want you to approach literature of nonfiction. So Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, well
1: I've, I th- I think that I could get more from the book. He, he and he says like you've got to you've got to like take that book and suck it dry of the information. You've got to like be able to get more. And I'm not sure that I'm at that point yet with his book. I, I feel like I could get more. But don't don't, I don't bother I, I feel like I've, I'm just kind of being lazy about it.
0: Th- that's not laziness it's poor writing on his part that book is that book <laughs> needs a revision not merely for the 21st century but it's just not i don't i don't think it's very well worded most of the time and some of his advice does seem a little extreme it seems like it's from an era where you were supposed to just know a hundred but bo- i think there is there's a list of books in the back of the book That's just like these are really great books and that's a um <laughs> That's weird, that's suspect coming from that kind of person, honestly the um on the other one, and I mean, I could easily be blamed for this, except that I don't admit to reading any of this literature, so no one can call me on it. Matt, don't you already know why you save and how to save? Haven't you read the hell out of all this stuff
1: yeah so so i have I have read a lot of the literature in like personal finance and and early retirement and stuff like that, but you know, there's always more, and I I want to like. So a, the simple path to wealth actually just came out a couple weeks ago, and I, I I know a lot of the stuff in the book already, but I just wanted to see it just to be able to say like, okay, I got it. And I'm really not reading it deeply. Like I'm gonna be done with it in like a total a total read time of like three to four hours because I do already know a lot of the stuff in it. But I am pausing to like. To peruse the section that I'm that I'm not like totally totally that I don't totally get just yet. Like for instance, the whole difference between like traditional and Roth IRAs um, and why why different strategies between the two exist. Like I'm not I'm not an expert on that just yet. And he goes into a little bit more detail on that aspect of the whole thing. So. So that's the kind of part that I will like slow down and be like okay this this is something I need to know a little bit more about.
0: Okay. Yeah, and again I'm this is this is absolutely uh pot calling the kettle black I read I read way way too much redundant literature that way just because i like i like knowing that i didn't miss anything i guess would be the way to say it yeah. i mean i've listened to yeah. i've listened to at least 50 of tim ferris's podcasts and a lot of them do get repetitive just by the nature of the sure. information that they're passing along and it, it just it's the same advice in a different flavor but you know you have to hear the stuff over and over again for it to actually stick if it ever even can stick so yeah and and
1: by hitting it from different angles with different like professions and perspectives the way they address these things it True. like shines a light on the same thing from a different direction so you can kind of start to see see all the little nooks and crannies um I think I think that that repetition is a good thing to to really nail those patterns in your brain
0: No I agree I don't I don't think we take our lessons on the first go
1: certainly not um but that's not an excuse to be lazy about getting those lessons, people. Like, yeah. like you've got to listen. You can't just listen over and over again and be like, Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this stuff simply by listening to it fifty five times. No, you've got to be active and actually think about these things and like and and challenge the answers to some of the questions and like apply apply your own experience to these things that people are saying. You can't just like turn it on and then fall asleep. Because that's what I was doing. I was just turning it on, being like, okay, well, I'm listening to, to this great stuff. Now now I can say that I listen to the great stuff, and I'm going to be great. No, i got to actually put some work in. By the way, that's one of the things that Mortimer like said to me over and over again, stuffy language.
0: <laughs> God, God, the, the having read a great, reading a great book to say that you've read a great book. I think is the source <laughs> of a lot of Barnes & Noble sales. um, aren't
1: I so smart aren't (laughs) I so well read
0: (laughs) that's brutal um any other dangling threads we want to take out on that or should we ship this one
1: um let's let's put a bow on it alright Matt thanks for being part of the machination log thanks for having me as always it's been a pleasure
0: every time good morning everyone